Nebraska News Service. Hello, from the College of Journalism and Mass Communications at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. My name is Andriana Jacobs. I'm Jacob Schoening. And I'm Grace Fitzgibbon. At universities around the globe, research is part of the educational mission. Research drives discoveries, solves real-world problems, and contributes to our understanding of the world. Welcome to Active Academia. Each episode takes an in-depth look at how various UNL professors' research is applied across the state and beyond. I have a really big concern of our rural Nebraska audience. It's really quite beautiful and awesome. We could do it just like that overnight. I think that that potentially could have really significant impact on local communities in Nebraska. That is where my heart and soul is. So I really tried to conduct my career doing what I can to make the world a better place. This is Communication Quantified. Parents, bullied middle schoolers, and military personnel. All very different groups with one thing in common. Narrative Nebraska. Communications professor Dr. Jody Koenig-Kellis runs a Narrative Nebraska research lab at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, where she and her team study how communicated narrative sense-making, teaching positive forms of communication and responses, improves lives. The team is currently studying parents in a program called Narrative Parenting. Parents who participated in this project talked about how they felt alone. This isolation often comes from a desire to be the perfect parent. Even though perfection is unattainable, it can be easier to hide imperfections than face the fear of being judged for faults. The master narrative for parenting is perfection, that you're supposed to be the perfect parent, the perfect coach, the perfect teacher, the perfect you know, developer of your children. and. That places a lot of pressure on people. To help these parents, Kellis and her team utilize a translational storytelling technique which combines the content parents talk about with the ways in which they share and listen to others. We have a three-week workshop for parents who are doing the difficult work of parenting in the context of COVID. And so during each week, we take them through a narrative exercise in which they write about stories and share them. And then we teach them some compassionate listening techniques that we call witnessing techniques in order to be able to compassionately respond to one another when they share these difficult stories about parenting and COVID. And in that process, we are hoping to provide an intervention that helps people make sense of this difficult thing that they're doing at the moment and helps build community. In this translational storytelling study, Kellis and her team have tested 10 families so far and have the money to test a total of 25. So by virtue of engaging in these storytelling interactions, they were able to articulate the difficulties of something that we all do, but we don't really talk about they were able to not only understand it and get a sense of self-awareness and understand other people, but the overarching finding was, I'm not alone. I'm not the only one who's going through this. The team plans to apply similar interventions on military personnel returning from a deployment during COVID-19 once the International Review Board gives permission. They call this mindset.
We are in the process of getting IRB approval to study National Guard members, COVID-19 deployments, and to see how this iteration of this intervention might help them make sense of and build community in trying to understand and process through the difficulty of, of that kind of deployment. And that's not all the team has done. Narrative Nebraska has helped bullied middle school girls make sense of their trauma and are hoping to, in the future, help cancer patients better communicate their experiences in clinical drug trials. Trevor Cower, a UNL PhD student working as a member of Narrative Nebraska, loves that he is able to help. Our words have power and putting our experiences and our memories, especially when they're traumatic or really difficult, into words is a really powerful and empowering experience. And making a coherent narrative of your experience really helps you make sense of that. But that's still shocking to me every single day that we can have that much impact and help people like that. But it wasn't an easy road to get here. The team had to first run years of studies testing the impacts of retrospective storytelling which are the stories people remember hearing as they grew up. And then they had more years of testing the impacts of interactional storytelling, which are the ways in which people tell stories and listen to one another. It took 20 years to get to this place where we're finally testing these translational storytelling interventions. The Narrative Nebraska team promotes health and wellness by helping individuals better structure the stories they share, while also helping individuals better listen and respond positively. With these skills, individuals are better able to understand one another, communicate, compromise, and cope after difficulties and illnesses. They do this by combining quantitative data, which is expressed in numbers, and qualitative data, which is grouped from common characteristics. They gather these numbers from surveys regarding health, well-being, and demographics. The team also analyzes and codes verbal and nonverbal behaviors from eight different storytelling behaviors on a rating system of one to five in a process called interactional sense-making. These ratings quantify human behavior by measuring engagement, turn-taking, perspective-taking, and cohesion. She was the first person really in our discipline to try to even kind of quantify narratives so people before dr kellis were kind of like oh you're going to do a study on stories and storytelling and on narratives like you have to do that through qualitative methods like there's no way to quantify there's no way to put numbers to stories that's just not possible and cower said kellis believed in the impossible she was not going to accept that right so she went and quantified stories and she's now created this system and this entire theory, communicated narrative sense-making, around how to quantify our family interactions. What is a good family storytelling experience and how does that relate to the family's overall strength and health? By using both the numbers and common traits in their studies, Narrative Nebraska can give more insights into how helping people learn to organize and structure their experiences affects their health and wellness. By virtue of participating in the intervention, we'll have that quantitative data, and then we'll also have qualitative data about what they saw as both helpful and potentially hurtful about engaging in, in this intervention. Narrative Nebraska is at the forefront of these studies.
for a long time, the the storytelling research, I, it was kind of, we were pioneering it. And we have luckily um, graduated a few students, my PhD students, who are now off doing this work elsewhere too. Um, but we're, we're still one of, I would say, three or four program PhD programs in the country who are um, at the forefront of this research and doing this work. So it's, it's an exciting time to come to Nebraska because we're at the forefront of this. Um, and as our students graduate, we're like spreading the, planting the seeds across the country, which is awesome. Corrine Lee was a member of Narrative Nebraska until she graduated last spring. She now hopes to continue working for Narrative Nebraska remotely from Bloomington, Illinois, once COVID settles down. I would die of happiness if I could just keep on working and collaborating with them in whatever capacity possible, because it was just amazing. I love it. In the meantime, she is researching ways to improve childcare in Illinois. My time with Narrative Nebraska inspired me to continue my education and research like I literally landed my dream job because of my time with Jody and the team at Narrative Nebraska and my experience with them and it's bringing me to places that I never expected and it's literally because Jody. And because of all of her work, Kellis is one of two professors to receive the 2020 Outstanding Teaching and Instructional Creativity Award. This is one of the President's Excellence Awards, the University of Nebraska System's most prestigious award for research, creative activity, teaching, and engagement. It's a system-wide teaching award, which is a humongous honor, and I could not be more excited to receive it. This award is given to UNL faculty who have shown outstanding and consistent records of creativity and excellence in teaching. My research and my teaching really inform each other. And the truth is that I love my job. And um, I have taken a lot of the narrative um, theorizing that I do in Narrative Nebraska and in my work and incorporated that into the classroom. Kellis incorporates narrative pedagogy, where doctors try to bridge the gap between patient and physician through narrative into her own classroom. But instead of patients and physicians, it's students and Kellis. So I try to do the same thing with students. So I want to bridge the gap that might exist between teacher and student by listening to students' stories. Um, and so building off Rita Sharon's work, when I have all students come to my office sometime early in the semester and I say, um, I'm your professor, therefore there's a great deal I need to know about your education and your life. What do you think I should know about your situation? And then I listen to their story. I just let them talk. I don't take notes. I just listen. I don't ask many questions because I only want to hear their perspective. And then um, I type up what they told me and I share it with them so that they know I heard them. Keller said this approach has been instrumental in changing the way she teaches. It allows me to see every single student as an individual person and it allows me to then know instead of looking out and seeing 30 students I'm looking out and seeing 30 individuals who I know a little bit about and I can then connect with them better be more compassionate and also uh, cater to their learning style and experiences better than had I not engaged in that process with them so that is the part of my teaching that I'm most proud of um, 
but really it's just been totally beneficial to me and I and I really hope for my students. And it has been. Oh man. Jody is just I don't know. Like being in the room with her, even on her bad days, it makes you want to be more. She takes some of the most like important parts of being a person and like balls it up into action. I adore her. She's amazing. Lee believes Narrative Nebraska will become a household name and that Kellis's work will extend further into the health and wellness sector, along with the business world, civic life, and public sectors. I could just see her dreaming up all of these things and then getting it done, because that's what she does. She thinks of something, she puts her mind to it, and she does the work and it gets done. Until then, Narrative Nebraska will continue to explore the benefits of storytelling. Storytelling is linked to health and well-being. Um, and so this thing that is a, a potentially taken for granted, um, sometimes seen as frivolous form of communication is actually at the heart of everything that we do. So um, we tell so many stories every day and whether it's on you know social media or in a phone call or on a zoom it's just the way that we communicate as humans thanks for listening to active academia from nebraska news service i'm andriana jacobs i'm grace fitzgibbon and i'm jacob shoning